2013 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, as always, Narf Money, coming off a great win. I'm sitting at 2-1, joined by Hudson, also 2-1. We're talking about week three, including Lamb Chop's insane victory. Looking ahead to week four, Hudson helps out with his own power rankings. We're talking Eliminator picks, Tron ranks, Eagles and Packers. What else? Listen up. Alright guys, week three is over, Narf is coming off an amazing come from behind victory, and I'm here to talk about it with Hudson. What's up man? How you doing? Are you proud of 113 points? It's pretty <laughs> shitty. Uh, I don't care. I'm 2-1, I'm, I'm very happy with that, and I deserve to win off my second week, putting up the second highest score in the league, so I deserve to be 2-1 and one, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I guess it evens out over 14 weeks or whatever. Uh, 13 regular season. Okay. Um, so, so catch me up uh, with your life, man. Let everyone know what's going on. I'm a uh, second year at NYU Law School. Uh, bagged a good summer job, so I'm excited about that, and I'm just sort of waiting for that to happen. Cool. What uh, What's your job? I'm gonna work as like a summer associate at um, the firm that I worked at as a paralegal. Okay. So they're taking me back. Um, so what? yeah, it's good. It's like. They hire you at the end of the summer for when you graduate, so you basically are set. So you have a job lined up already? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Okay, unless you blow it this summer. But just I have to really fuck up. Just don't do that. Cool. Oh, exactly. What, yeah. what type of stuff do, are you going to specialize in there, do you know? Just like representing the good guys, like the big banks and like all the, the people who did, uh, you know, like corporate fraud, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Those are, those are the good guys in America. Exactly. Support those. So... So what else is coming up? You is, is Funk's wedding is this week, right? It is, yeah. I'm I'm in uh, Funk, uh, former Tron, my year. He's getting married to a girl from Banshee, uh, Sophia, and uh, yeah, I, I try to talk him out of it. He's he's good to go. So I'm in his wedding. Um, uh, Gobo, another Tron guy, is in it as well. So, I wonder yeah, well, if time. this is the first Tron Banshee wedding. What about uh, Cage? Good point. It is not the first Tron Banshee wedding. Second, <laughs> uh, Cage and Bethany. I so I have no idea. There might be older people that like Yoni. Like Yoni might know people even older than him. I, did I, did I, Lionel's I, wife not go to Brandeis? No, she's from. Um, I'm not going to remember the state. Like it's not North Dakota, but it's one of those, like Montana or one of those states. So I saw she's, him. She's from she went to. She went to uh, Carlton actually. Okay. I yeah. saw him at club sectionals. Um, I played with like 10 guys the first day, and I think we had eight the second day. So was it just like a pickup team, basically? It was just like sort of summer league all-stars. who had Some people had played together previously and mixed. Got it. And we, we played Lionel's team in the semifinals. We, won our, we each won our pools. And they beat us. We were up 13-12, and they scored the last three points to win the game. Oh, so you guys, Lionel's team is pretty good, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're legit. Um, they, they have good but, players on that team. Like, our team just has, like, like no bad players. 
Well, it's it's like, clubs, so there shouldn't be bad players. Right, but like, but like, not even like, like I think I was by far and above the worst player on my team. Um, everyone else is like six two and like has all the throws and like can actually play. Even is good even for a club, I guess. So, are you guys going to regionals? No, we uh, we were in the game to go Sunday, and we just forfeited because we were tired. <laughs> Such a bitch move. Well, like we had eight people, we we just played for we played for third place. We lost that. All right. um, we could have played for fourth place, which was the last bid, and we just were like, uh, "Screw it!" Like we have eight people. We're not going to go to regionals if we make it. Like this is just for fun. All right, that makes sense. Did uh, did Lionel's team win the section? I'm not sure. They were playing the finals during our last game, and it didn't seem like they were, but it was definitely a close game. Did you, uh, did you or him mark up on each other any points? Any Tron on Tron action? No, nah, he was actually injured. Um, He's always injured. Look like what? He was his ankle must have been messed up. I'm not sure what it was. I have no, I have no idea. Um, so he heckled me a lot. Um, he actually heckled his own wife, and she got pretty mad at him at one point. Sounds like a thing he would do. Yeah, she did the like classic like you pretend to jump into the end zone as you're like catching up the line pass, but really you like caught it then jumped. Yep. And, like, it counted as a point, and no one really called her on it, but, like, he did um, after the point was over. <laughs> Good husband thing. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, oh, she was not happy. I'm sure she wasn't. Uh, she's pretty intense also. So Yeah, it was, it was entertaining to watch the two of them, for sure. Awesome. All right, so enough of New York-style ultimate. Let's move on to uh, your team, man. Your, your quarterbacks, I mean, how happy are you with Peyton Manning? Like, you're getting everything you could dream of from him. He's, I can't believe he went number seven. Like, every single day, I think, I had number seven. I should have gotten, like, you know, Doug Martin, but I got Peyton Manning. Well, you can thank your buddy Fuse for that one. I know, and the six people who passed on Peyton. Well, like, I, I, I'm not surprised he lasted until seven. I mean, I had him I had him and Breeze as my top two quarterbacks, but, like, was, was he the number one QB you wanted? Uh, no, he probably would have gone after Rodgers. Okay, so, like, I mean... Yeah, I guess seven. I guess you could have seen him going in like the top four or five, maybe. But uh, I thought it would be Peterson and then Rodgers, Breeze, and Manning. Yeah, that that's that's not a bad, especially because there's such a clear drop off from Peterson to like the next running backs. That that's actually a reasonable assumption. Yeah, like the difference between Matt Forte and like Doug Martin is not that much. They were like five points a week. Uh, maybe even less than that. I mean, Forte has actually outscored Martin so far. Yeah, I mean, just I guess on average, or what you expected going in. Yeah. But so, Peyton Manning is scoring thirty-seven points a game, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not counting on that lasting. But he, the thing is, like, he doesn't even have to do anything. Like, he doesn't even have to play well because of the receiving threats he has now. Like, Welker is the perfect player for this team. Like. Julius Thomas coming out of nowhere. I mean, I'm loving both those guys on my team. Like, there's just no defense can cover these guys. Yeah, like, it seems like he wins the play just by, like, thinking of what to call and then, like, do it. And, like, he throws it six yards and it becomes a 20-yard pass it, over it, and over it, and over exactly. again. Exactly. It, it's all, I mean, he's been like this his whole career, but it's really just all in the play call. Like, he's not making hard throws. No. Like, I, I can't think of a single throw he's made this season. I was like, wow, it's a great throw. Like, the receiver's just open, and he puts it in the right place, and it works, and that's all it takes for them. Yeah, I mean, like, you should get credit for making the decisions in the first place. Um, no, no, I, I agree. I'm not trying to take anything away from Peyton Manning. I mean, I'm, he's going to destroy the Eagles this week. 
Yeah, he's projected for thirty-four. I would, I would actually wow. it's more than that. Yeah, that's such a high projection. I mean, I, Welker and Thomas are both really highly projected. Also, um, yeah, he's gonna have like one hundred and fifty plays. Like this game is gonna be insanely high scoring. I, I'm, I'm very excited to watch this game. I've got those two on that side. I got Shady on the Eagle side. I'm feeling a good game for all of those guys involved. I'm saying like forty-nine to twenty-eight. <laughs> Broncos, something like that. Very, very believable. Um, so, so then you picked up Matt Ryan in a third. So you were clearly trying to get two quarterbacks early, right? Yeah, I think that running backs and receivers are so iffy just year in and year out that I'm going for starting QBs who are going to be legit. Yeah, and, and Matt Ryan, I mean, he's, he's been pretty good. I think he's top five right now. If not, he's like just outside of that. And that's without – Roddy White hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, I mean, like – War, he plays in a dome, so he doesn't have to worry about bad weather. He gets to play the Saints defense. Like he's he's in a good setup and he has a ton of talent around him. So even if he's not actually that good, it doesn't matter. No, then that that's been his whole career. But the, the inside, like the, the dome thing really helps. Especially one, he's in the dome, and two, his division is like a warm weather division. So like he's not playing a ton of like awful cold weather games ever, really. No, never. And he's just like I, I value quarterbacks who are going to be consistent. Like, I know, like, Vigo was talking up Kaepernick, and Kaepernick might end up, like, scoring more points, but he's going to have, like, a few single-digit weeks where he just... He's already it. had two of them. Exactly. I mean, like, he's, well, he's my, my just team. not a reliable... Like, he, he could be really good. It's a good pick with upside, but I know that, like, Ryan is going to get me between you know, 14 and 30 points every single week. That's, that's a pretty big spread right there. Um, but yeah, I'll take any of those numbers, though. Uh, well, 14, you wouldn't be too happy. Kaepernick's last two weeks are 6 and 5, which wow. is awful. Yeah, so, uh, he's, he's really talked up by Vigo, which was it's I, pretty I, laughable because that's like one quarter for Peyton Manning. Well, Eli, yeah, exactly. Eli Manning went on a streak last year where he had like four straight single-digit games, I think, of like two and three points. Not even, I don't even think he had five for a while. Yeah, he did that, and then I, I traded him. Oh, yeah, right. You traded I, Romo for Eli, right? Yeah, I got Eli Manning, um, and he. You know, for, well, I had Romo, and Romo was terrible. Yep. And then I traded to get Eli Manning, and Romo became awesome, and Eli Manning went from being great to being terrible. And that, and that trade like sprung Priest in the playoffs and sunk your team. Yeah, Tony Romo, I guess, is always good in November, which I somehow forgot. It, but like, he just... like. Ended up with almost 5,000 yards passing, and I traded him because he was doing terrible in the middle of the season. I mean, every Thanksgiving game, like, they put on the screen, like, his November stats, and he, I think he's, like, 20-2 and two as a starter in November. It's just, like, insane. Like, his first, like, three or four years, he never lost a start in, in the month of November. Like, for some reason, that just works for him. So, so who's, who's your happiest draft pick? I mean, is it Peyton Manning? Is there anyone later in the draft you were really happy to get? Yeah, I mean, a pretty uh, Peyton Manning was great. I'm glad that I got Fitzgerald. He's just been okay so far, but he's I'm I don't know. I, I'm a little worried. Palmer is just awful because I have him on my team, and I'm not. Do you think Fitzgerald's going to be a real number one by the end? Uh, I don't think he's going to be like a top ten, but he'll be right on the like the cusp of that. Okay. And I think I got him in like the sixth round, maybe the fifth round. Got it. Anyone? Uh... You didn't get him in the fifth or sixth. I think you got him in maybe the fifth. There's no way Larry Fitzgerald was a sixth round pick. Well, I took. I could I could look that up. I'll look that up. There's maybe I think it was my fifth round pick. Okay, because the... I took Monte Ball in like the fourth round, which is like his yeah. eight points this season. Yeah, no Sean Moreno. I mean, I, my next question was going to be who's your worst pick? Is it Monte Ball? 
ha- I mean, yeah, it has to be. He's he's got eight. Like he's so bad at blocking that. Like they just don't even let him go near the ball. And Moreno's actually looking decent. So <laughs> well, I think he's looking decent because it's it should be easy to run with this team because they're always just like the defense expects them to pass and they usually do pass. Yeah. The problem is that ball comes in and they know he's only there to run the ball. He's not going to like pass block for Peyton. Right. So the defense is like, no, actually, it's going to be running. It's three yards or whatever. Uh, that's that, that, that's a good point. Um, I mean, you're, you're wide out. So, like, outside of Fitz, who you start? It's James Jones and Greg Jennings, right? Yeah. Jennings, like, I don't think he's going to give you anything going forward. He just, yeah, I mean, he'll be okay. But at the end of the season, he can turn around to, like, a decent uh, wide receiver three. You think? What has he done so far? Like, what I'm trying to... Look- He's getting, like, seven points a game. Not not great. Yeah, but, I mean, four, ten, five. But they're going to go to Matt Castle now. I mean, you could say you could say Castle's an argument over Ponder. I don't know, actually. Ponder's been surprisingly okay. He's, he's like, the number 26 QB, which isn't that great, but it's still okay. Uh, and then Jones, after his zero week one, yeah, he had that huge week two, and then he scored a touchdown week three. If if Larry Fitz, I mean, yeah, your wideouts, you really need Larry Fitz to be to be really good again. Otherwise, your wideouts could be pretty bad, I would say. Yeah, my, my team is basically two great players, and then everything else is like, well, maybe this happens, maybe so, you know, so-and-so gets hot. Yeah, what do you think about Bradshaw? I mean, are you going to try to keep starting him, or do you think he's just going to lose work every week? Yeah, he's already questionable. So, like, I imagine he's going to get less than 10 carries. I'm, I'm definitely looking to upgrade at uh, running back if anyone's listening to this. It's it's pretty atrocious. I've actually been shopping uh, D'Angelo Williams around recently, if you have any interest in him. He's had a really good season so far. Does he, like, get touchdowns, or do they give him to uh, yes, he, he, Tolbert? He, he, What's Tolbert. his name? Tolbert. He, he, he doesn't get touchdowns. I'm not even going to give a hard sell on the podcast. Uh, he gets good yardage totals, and he's, a, he's the only back they have other than Tolbert right now. Uh, but I, there's actually no one on your team I really want anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to trade my quarterbacks, and then I wouldn't like even ask anyone to take anybody else from my team. <laughs> I've, I'm always like a believer in Kenny Britt, but this season I don't think... like. He's got five total points in three games. He's I not. think like 50% of me drafting him was being like, this will bump me up in the power rankings. Like, <laughs> uh, he, Narf he, loves him. I don't know why. but that's, I, there's a re- I, I can tell you the two reasons why I love him. One, like four years ago, he had one amazing game against the Eagles. Like no one could guard him. He had like 200 yards. He just ran through a secondary, and I watched the whole game. And then, the, then I drafted him based off that game three years ago. And his first two games were amazing. He had like 30 fantasy points twice in a row. And then he hurt his knee because my whole team got hurt that year and he's never been good since. But every year I think like he could be good again, but but he never is. But Yeah, he's also like he doesn't block and like he just like sort oh, of Oh no, like, he, he doesn't he doesn't do anything. He doesn't run routes, he doesn't block. He's awful hands. He can't catch the ball or run routes. He just needs like if you can get the ball in his hands 30 yards downfield, he's very good at not being tackled by corners <laughs> and safety. It's like that's his elite skill. He's good at running with the ball after the catch. Yeah, he's not. I'm just hoping for like lightning in the bottle. I think Justin Blackman could be okay once he I, comes I, back. I agree. He came on pretty strong the end of last year, actually. Assuming Jacksonville is a quarterback that can throw, um, uh, he he's he's not a bad pick. Um, so so you actually came out with the preseason number one ranking. Were you expecting to be that high? Yeah, I think Matt Ryan in the third round was a really good pick. It's, like I, I'm pretty happy about that, and 
I don't know. People were high on Monte Ball, which I guess helped, but yeah, that that, that I was I was high on him too, because just because I was high on the whole Denver offense, and I thought he'd be a part of it, but apparently he's not anymore. I, uh, I mean, I re- I honestly think like I'll end up the season with with about fifty five to sixty points from my QBs a week, which is a huge lead on most people. Uh, yeah, are you? Yeah, you're definitely number one right now in QB unit strength. Um, yeah, you're actually LC's not that far behind you. You're. You're you're averaging sixty one a game from your quarterback. Lamb chops at fifty five. Then no one else Vic, is gonna, though, right? He's got Vic and Breeze. Yeah, so. Vic's not going to last. I mean, that's no, no one else is above forty five. So if you discount Lamb chop, you're getting fifteen points a game more than anyone else in the league, which which is a, a great st- head start. I, I think everyone is way too worried about his team, by the way, because I, it, it might just be me. I'm I'm so I I hate that team. I, I hated this team too, and that that, we, that win was pretty bullshit. Darren McFadden didn't deserve pretty much any of those points. Especially, uh, I mean, it was actually a nice throw. Like, but that, like you, you've watched Michael Vick for like this is like year four of him. Like he's gonna get hurt at some point. Yeah, it's I, I I can't be like rational about the Eagles and Vick for some reason. It's yes, he clearly is gonna get hurt. Like he's been in the league for I don't know twelve years. He he's never played a healthy season. He even when he was good for the Eagles a couple years ago, like he started out really well, and then by the end of the season was back to throwing picks and fumbling. Like he he can't play consistently great football ever, but but he always has the potential. Like you can just trick yourself into thinking he can now. Yeah, it's so hard. He's like he's like one of these. I don't know. He's like a, a better version of an NBA guy who like like J.R. Smith who gets like thirty say, points yeah. so easily, and then. If if you watch J.R. Smith for a week, he's hot. Like you think, like this is a third team All NBA player, right? Like, he should be All Star every year. And then you watch J.R. Smith, who was it in the Celtics series? He just elbowed and then got Jason himself- Terry, right? And then the Knicks almost blew the series. Literally, that was like the the momentum shifter. That elbow. Yeah, and like just I think with Vic, it's just injuries and the fact that like he doesn't know how to like kneel and yeah, it's a little Nick, strange. Nick Foles is a really good backup to have. I, I agree. I wish Moose hadn't given him away for nothing. No, Too late. I, I, to the, the move is to wait until Vic gets hurt and then really just like dangle. Yes. The like then Lambshot's going to pay top dollar, or someone else will take him because he's useful. Like a lot of teams in this league would take Nick Foles as a QB two. I would think in the Chip Kelly offense. Yeah, and whoever has like Josh Freeman today, like they just lost one of their probably one of their starting QBs. Like they're in desperate need for a QB. Yeah, uh, it's, it, it was it was a dumb move by Moose. Something about, I was like gone to his head or something. He's lost his edge. I don't know what it is. But uh, <laughs> so so how about uh, you went up against Lionel and he kind of blew you out this week. Yeah, it was it was a tough loss. I mean. Fucking Antonio Brown got thirty-eight and a half points. Hadn't you lost before then, though? I thought you. I remember you were down. Like, hadn't you lost before Monday night even started? Or am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, that? like Peyton hadn't gone on Monday night, so it looked much worse than it ended up being. Oh, but I ended up with one twelve. Right, right. You ended up with one twelve. Oh, because oh, Antonio Brown was a Sunday night game, right? Yeah. And Peyton was the Monday. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I was confused in my head. So between Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Forte, he got like 80 points. Yeah. Like that's – Roethlisberger's not good. Like Antonio Brown and Roethlisberger are not going to ever put up more than 40 together. No, I agree. It's a fluky week. Uh, even 40 together from them is is a lot to, to think about. And then and Burleson, too, who just broke his arm in a car accident. 
Right. Yeah, it was getting pizza, right? He was like snatching pizza off the top. Yeah, it was, it was, it was something like that. It was pretty <laughs> ridiculous. So Ryan Boyles is back starting again, who Yoni drafted, but I don't know if he's still in on Yoni's lineup or not. Um, okay, so so now, yeah, because you were undefeated. Now only Lamb Chop is undefeated. Were you following that game Monday night or no? No, I, I went to sleep. Like I woke up with like a bunch of emails, and I saw what had happened. I was like, "That's ridiculous." I was, I, I mean, I I jinxed it. I should be to blame. I was watching, like Monday night. There were two close games. One was me over Moose, and I needed like twenty combined from Welker and Thomas, and I got it in the first half. So I was feeling good about that. And then I put all my attention into hoping Lamb Chop lost. And like once the Broncos got that ball back with two minutes to go. They were so clearly just going to run out the clock, and I sent an email like Lamb Chop loses, and then Monty Ball. It was Monty Ball who fumbled, right? Yeah, so it was like thirty-seven to fourteen, yep. and they just got like a shitty garbage time touchdown. Yep, it was Monty Ball that fumbled, and then McFadden gets like a one-yard run, and he has nine yards. He passing touchdown and running touchdown for his time. You should points. remember that at the end of the year because I feel like that could just like turn the entire playoff race. That, that is the flukiest ten points you could possibly have. Zero of them are yardage points. It's ridiculous. God, I mean, that's, yeah, fucking Lamb Chop will always win games like that. Um, So what about uh, week uh, four? Let's look ahead. I'm trying to pull up the matchups right now. Who are you playing? I'm playing Anton. That actually should be a good matchup. Anton's team is is actually like third in points scored. I think you're fourth, right? So it would be, but he doesn't have Rodgers or Jordy Nelson or Steve Smith. Didn't look at the buys. Oh, my God. Do they usually start week four? That feels a week early to it's, me. Yeah, it's for, it starts in week four usually. Oh, it does? Okay. Hey, oh, my God. You couldn't get this in a better week. Yeah, and Josh Freeman just got bent. I really his, – his best quarterback right now is Jake Locker. So so you've got James Jones and Greg Olson on by also. But, no, Anton just traded for uh, for Bradford. Uh, Reggie, okay, so you have Sam Bradford. That's he, not... traded, he traded Reggie Wayne for uh, Sam Bradford. What do you think of that deal? I thought it was pretty fair. I mean, I think it's pretty fair too. Bradford's looked all right. I mean, and I, I don't know. I, this could be the season Wayne just can't produce anymore. Um, the Colts don't look to be throwing that much. Yeah, I think like they just got a running back, and Bradshaw looked good. So like, I, it, it makes sense that they would run the ball more. Yeah, I mean, I've got Andrew Luck, and I'm getting kind of nervous. Like his passing yards are just really—he's only like 200 yards a game. He's not. They're not airing it out at all, and exactly, they brought in Richardson to be a power running team. I, I don't know. So this, yeah, this is actually going to be a guaranteed win for you. I mean, you'd have to really choke this away to blow this game. Are you trying to jinx me right now? It sounds like uh, I don't care. Get me. Um, well, Anton's running backs combined for like five points a game. Uh, he, he has. <laughs> who's he even going to start in his? Op- oh, he's going to start Bradford. Then Denarius Moore, Hartline, and starting double tight end with Heath Miller. This, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> double tight end is really embarrassing. A couple have you what? done that? A couple teams have done that already. There like, has to be a, like a receiver on waivers who can get you seven points. I don't know. Yeah, if I don't know why you'd be starting double. I mean, like a lot, there are players that have like bench receivers that are good. Like some people just don't. If you don't draft wide out, I don't know what happens. Like, how you end up having to start a double tight end. I mean, this is a bye week, so I'll give him that. But I think last week and the week before, Fuse did it, and someone else did it also. I just, like, the 10th best tight end is probably equal to, like, the 50th best receiver, 40th best receiver. I I agree. There's this... I mean, tight ends have had some huge games this year, like Julius Thomas, Jordan Cameron, Jared Cook, but... It's just not. It's not consistent. Like, 
I agree. Like the 40th best receiver generally is more upside to me than like even just looking on waivers right now. You can get Santonio Holmes and Stephen Hill, who like are the actual receivers for the Jets. Like that's all they have. Santonio Holmes, people are saying, might be like back into. uh, I mean, he looked really good in Week Three. He might become a legit fantasy play. Yeah. Well, when does this podcast come out? Uh, It's going to come out uh, tonight. I imagine there'll be some like some waiver action on him. Maybe, maybe should I hold this off till tomorrow? There's 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 actually some interesting waiver players. There's Holmes and Hill. There's and there's some starting quarterbacks like Geno Smith has been dropped, but he's had two good games out of three now. I know I dropped him last week. Oh, actually. you had him. I needed I needed to like figure out who could start for me, and I had him and Ponder, and like he'd had a bad week. Yeah, I mean I don't blame you for dropping him, but Geno Smith. Uh, Brian Hoyer had a great game for Cleveland. Like, he could be a pickup. There's the new quarterback in uh, Tampa, Glennon. I've never heard of him before. But he looks got... terrible. He looks like uh, Chris Sims, but, like, even more, like, like, blonde and, like, dweeby. They've got good receivers there, though. Like, that's why, like, I don't know. He could he could put up points. Like, any starting quarterback who can, like, has a chance, like, always is, is worth owning, generally, I would say. Yeah, like, absolutely. Except for, like, like Christian... Not Christian Potter. Blaine Gabbert would be my exception to that rule. But I think there's going to be some good waiver pickups. Have you made a waiver claim yet, or have you been holding on to your spot? No, I'm, I'm 11th right now. I've, I definitely made some moves. Okay. Yeah. So, what? I guess, how did it start? What was the waivers? Like, what are waivers week one? Was it based on draft order or how we finished? It was, it was based off draft order. So the whoever the 12th pick in the draft, which was Vigo, had the first waiver spot. And then all the way back to Lionel having the 12th spot because he had the first pick in the draft. So I would have been, like, sixth starting out. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's not good enough to get who you want anyways. Exactly. Well, I, I started as fifth, so one spot above you, and I've been holding my spot each week to try to move up to one. But there's no one I've, there's no one I've wanted. So even once I get to number one, I, I might just hold on to that for the sake of having number one. Like, I don't know if I'm going to use it. I think people in this league generally hold on to their their players for a little bit too long. Uh, I, I, that, that's that's possible. I mean, I definitely do that, and I think the waiver order is, is messing with some people with making the amount of pickups they normally would. Like you have to think like what a normal pickup, like how how much you get out of it. It's not a ton. Uh, generally not. I mean, so, the, the the only type of pickup that like. Game, or it was like last year, like players like Alfred Morris that like come out of nowhere week one and become like game changers. But like anyone around now, like there's not going to be like a, a stud running back or wideout that emerges like week four or five. Like that doesn't really happen. Yeah, like the guys who you want to pick up are like, oh, like Willis McGay, he's now a starting running back for the Browns, or Geno Smith actually isn't terrible. Like that's it's not something to like wait six weeks up for to like find something better than that. I, I I agree. Um, so so let's talk. So we got three weeks in the book. Let's look at some players. Um, I put down some quarterbacks. Kaepernick, Romo, Wilson, and Brady have all been like really underperforming. They're actually all ranked in like the late teens and twenties right now. Who who do you think is the best chance of like turning that around and being a star a star quarterback? I still think Brady. Um, have you watched their games? Yeah, they're no look. I mean, like. He's still going to get all the touchdowns they have. What his, I think it's been his yardage just has been shitty, right? Yeah, because he can't complete passes. Like one of them with that Thursday night game was was obviously the worst, but it was also pouring with rain in a Thursday game. Yeah, the Thursday games are generally not played very well. I mean, I think he's still. Oh, good actually, for, 
two touchdowns a week at least. I'm looking at Brady's TDs two one two. Like that's not great for him. No, he and, hasn't and also for three hundred yards. And he's throwing picks also. Like he never throws picks. Gronkowski's supposed to be back soon, right? He'll he'll come back eventually, sure. And so will Amendola. So that like that gives him actual people to throw to. So okay, uh, no, that's a good point. I mean, they will make a huge difference. Like, and, and even Ridley will come back, who will, will help their their team. Okay, so so you put Brady Brady one. Uh, let's write the rest: Kaepernick, Roma, Wilson. Who who do you think is the second best player there going forward? I think Romo. I'm I'm with you, but you, I mean, you got Burn Lester. He always has a good like middle half of the season. Tony Romo is is actually a pretty good fantasy quarterback. I've I've always said that. I I've owned him like two or three times and have never regretted it. Like he he puts up numbers. He scores touchdowns. He has big games also. Like he can get to forty points once a season. He'll have like the four or five touchdown game. He also he has four games left against the Redskins and the Eagles, right? Uh, he hasn't played the Eagles yet. I don't think they've played the Redskins yet. Yeah, that, those are going to be huge yardage games. Yeah, I, that, that's a good point. So, so Vigo wins there. Ka- Kaepernick, like, I don't think Kaepernick's a good quarterback. Like, okay. well, I mean, as a Packers fan, he's really, really good against us. Like, he he, he knows how to play against you. That's, I don't understand. Like, if our defense is just really not meant to stop him, it, it like has to be because he doesn't have that much. I mean, he has got one 300-yard passing game in his career against the Packers. Like, that's his only big game of his life. And, and obviously the playoffs last year, where he didn't throw for 300, but that was a huge game. Like, those are his only dominant fantasy performances. Yeah, although they still, like, he runs a little bit more than Wilson, and they do have more weapons, I think, than, than the Seahawks do. He runs more. So his, his rushing yardage so far, 22-87-20. So that's one good rushing game, but... The other two, and, and those are on seven attempts. He's rushed seven attempts for 22 yards, seven attempts for 20 yards. Like, that's not the sign of a good running quarterback. No, I mean, I think a lot of those are just like, oh, quick little scrambles for three yards as opposed to just throwing an incompletion. Yeah. No, which, which is valuable. You're right. They're, they're, not, they're not designed runs. And, yes, you're right. It is nice to, to make those three yards and get out of bounds as opposed to, to not get anywhere. Or um, if you're Michael Vick, just, like, bash into the guy on the sideline and break your ribs. So you you take Kaepernick over Russell Wilson or the other way around? Yeah, I really hate Russell Wilson. Um, I don't like him either. I don't think either is that good. I think they both got really overrated last year. Yeah, the Seahawks like they're they're really good at home. They were okay on the road. They don't have a ton of weapons. Like they're just a good running team, and like they have a great defense, which makes his life easier. But I don't think he's as an actual quarterback, like outside of fantasy, like that great. I I agree with you. So so. What about the two quarterbacks? Vic and, and Phillip Rivers are both top five right now. If you were to bet on one of those guys to to finish, who, who thinks they have the stronger season going forward? I don't think either finishes top five, but there's a chance they could finish top ten maybe. Yeah, I, I think like Rivers could finish ninth. I, I think Vic is, if he plays like 13 games, I'd be pretty surprised. Yeah, I, I don't remember how many he's played the last two seasons, but I, I think he'll get to double... Double digits. Like, I'd be surprised if he doesn't play 10 games, but 13 is probably pretty high. I think, like, 10 or 11 is probably where he hits. Are you still on the Eagles for the NFC East? Um, Well, for the NFC East, maybe, because it's the worst division of football. How are the Giants this bad? I I mean, it's shocking to to even me, who, like, I don't know how they lost that Carolina game that bad. Um, No, that that was, like, one of the most... 
worst eliminator picks ever for it to be 38 to zero the team you thought was going to win yeah exactly um <laughs> the redskins i knew were going to be awful dallas is going to ch- like they're not going to finish better than nine and seven so i'll say the eagles have a chance although i was pretty i'm pretty discouraged by how bad i think our defense is it's not going to get better this weekend i don't think and, and don't you think like as teams see more and more footage like they will be able to figure it out to some extent yeah it's it's not even that like complicated what they're doing they're just doing it very fast like there, there's a lot of read options um which a lot of other teams are doing also so it's not like that novel and vic doesn't even run those very well he never hands off he every time there's a, there's a read option called vic should hand off to mccoy and runs it himself or tries to throw almost every time when you just give it to Shady, who's like probably the best offensive player yeah. by far. And, and I'm like, some of that percentage is he's on my fantasy team, and some of that's just an Eagles fan. Uh, the second game of the season, who they when they lost to uh, Kansas City, they, no San Diego. Like Shady went from thirty rushes to ten rushes, and that whole second half they should have been giving him the ball, and and they didn't, and they, they lost the game in part because of that. They they also just don't have receivers. The receivers outside of Deshaun are awful. Yeah, and, and even like Deshaun Jackson weighs like 150 pounds. Like I'm always nervous for him. He's, I mean, I know he's he's like played through seasons, but he's no. But they're having him go over the middle more also this year. Like he's he's gonna get a big hit. Um, I don't know if he's ever had a serious. He, he's had rib injuries before. I don't think he's ever missed a lot of time though. Like he's he's always an injury risk who avoids injury for the most part. Like the thing about their their whole strategy is that like. There's more plays, which means there's more hits, which means there's more, you know, opportunities to get hurt. And there's obviously more opportunities to score, but it's, there are a lot of downsides, which is that, like, Michael Vick has to make 90 decisions a game and put himself up for 90 hits. Yeah, it's, it's, the, the personnel, I mean, the offense is really not suited, suited for Michael Vick. And I mean, I'd, I'd be really, I mean, people were really surprised he was there this year. I'd be really surprised if he's, if he's on the Eagles next year, barring some, some major injury. Is Foles like mobile at all? No, I mean he's not—he's not like Brady or Peyton Manning immobile, but he's not mobile. Um, I mean he's, he's a white quarterback. I mean he can he can move around a, a little bit, but you're not gonna—he's not like a, a threat at all. Like you're not gonna be afraid of him running the ball. But he's not to like an Andrew Luck level, like a, a guy who can actually run some. Yeah, I guess you need like a Cam Newton type who like can run, but also is is big. Yeah, but Cam Newton, he's so inaccurate. Um, you, you need what people thought Wilson or Kaepernick were. I mean, maybe Wilson is. I'm not, I don't know, but I'm not, we're not, I mean, we both just said we're not super high on either of them. What about the, the Packers, man? Are you, they didn't look good against Cincinnati, I didn't think. No, they're, they're just like off somehow. They, they never seem like to be consistent enough to, for like four quarters. Uh huh. The problem is that like there are just so many parts of their team that are terrible. Like, the defense. They don't have a ton of depth, so now they're on like backup tight end. They're on their four-string running back man of the game. Their line is already screwed because they lost their left tackle in preseason um, and their right tackle last year. So it's just like, Aaron Rodgers, you're the best player in football. Like, Make it happen. I, if you replace Rodgers on a team with like a, an, like the 15th best quarterback, like average, like call that Joe Flacco or Andy Dalton or someone, like they're a really bad team. Yeah, I was like, if you gave them Cutler, they're yeah, exactly. Cutler. They're like a, a five and eleven team. I was I was gonna say five and eleven, maybe six and ten, but I mean Rogers just doing everything for them. Yeah, like it's like run for your life and like you know make a throw in between two defenders and like the receivers are not even like great at getting open. They're like Randall Cobb's good in the like 
in the open field and uh, James Jones and Jordy Nelson are more physical guys. Yeah, I mean, the part of Nelson is just so, like, in tune with Rodgers, like, what they want to do. Like, I, I think Nelson would, would drop off a lot of value with a different quarterback. Yeah, he's definitely been aided by the system. Because his first two years on the Packers, he, like, didn't get a lot of looks, and there was no chemistry. He just was, like, a dumb white receiver who, like, why do we have this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and then, so what is this? Is his third, his fourth year or his fifth year at the team? He's not. He hasn't been around that long. For Rodgers or for Nelson? No, for Nelson. Probably your Four, maybe I think he was yeah. probably his second year in the Super Bowl, and then he was like emerging then. Yeah, he had a big game in the Super Bowl, didn't he? Or am I misremembering? Yeah, he had a good game. Yeah, and then like the next year was when he had like the fifteen touchdowns. Uh, yeah, he had fifteen touchdowns, but like not a ton of yards. I think. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not even sure he broke a thousand, but it, or it was right around there. Um, that makes sense. All right, so so I actually did not get a chance to get the power rankings out yet because I've been busy at work. Which gives you a great opportunity. Tell me where you should be ranked. Where, where, where do you rank yourself in these rankings? Where would I rank myself? Yep. Let me see. I have the fourth most points, basically the same as Anton. Yep. You're two and one. Everyone's so you're second best record in the league, tied with like six other guys. I'm definitely after you and uh, Lamb Chop. I love it. God, these podcasts are going to be so much more fun this year. That my team is good. Yeah, I'm I'm actually like confident about my team. My team has been bad in Tron for the last like basically since I joined the league. <laughs> and I actually like my team and think I can win this year. It's pretty fun. Uh, you 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 have a good shot at, at three or four. I don't know about three. I think no. I think I might put no at three. Um but you're gonna be somewhere three through five, I think. You like Noah's team still? I I don't know. Like we're saying if Brady comes around, his quarterbacks are good. Uh DeMarco Murray had a good like DeMarco Murray. He's one of those players, like, it wouldn't be impossible for him to become a top 10 running back. I don't know. I Frank mean, Frank Gore seems kind of done. I don't know. There are a lot I, of. I always, I always, every year I think Frank Gore's done, and he never quite is. I don't know. I like AJ Green, Bolden, Wallace. Like, his receivers are pretty good if, if AJ Green, like, AJ Green could be the number one in the league by the end of the season. That wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I, I guess. Anywhere between three and five, I couldn't really complain about. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be somewhere like that. But you like your team's odds of making the playoffs? Oh yeah, I, I'm definitely a playoff team. And this is like like if I go three and one right now, it, it's pretty hard not to make it from there. It's, it's not impossible. I I started three and one two years ago and didn't make the playoffs. But so like setting fuse last year was three and one and missed the playoffs. Seven wins can get you in if you have like the tiebreakers right, and eight wins is is almost guaranteed. Eight wins is a lock. I don't think no one's ever missed with eight. I think last year Vigo missed at seven. I think there was like a four way tie at seven and six, or a three way tie at seven and six, and Vigo was the odd man out. Yeah, I like listen to the, him try to explain the tiebreakers for like an hour on the podcast. It was pretty great. <laughs> uh, yeah, even I was pretty confused on that, but he had all the, <laughs> he had all the scenarios typed out. Uh, but you almost every year, I think seven is like basically a lock every year. Yeah, so I'm confident I'll make the playoffs. I don't think I'll get a bye, but I'll, I'll be like right in the mix. All right. So, so who who are the bottom? Who should I rank number twelve? Is it Yoni at zero and three? Yeah. Does does Yoni have any good play? Like I don't. No, he 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 really doesn't. So Fuse is going to move out of the twelve spot. Or actually, was Fuse eleven before? I don't remember. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, Yoni's team is is just really. I don't like. There's not even a lot of upside. No, I guess like Demarius Thomas. He only was 12 before. Um, yeah, he's Demarius Thomas, and uh, that, that's, he's got J- Jamal Charles has been good. He hasn't okay, had, fine. He Jamal has, Charles is about it, basically. He's a 16, 19, 26. He hasn't had a humongous game, but those are all three good games. 
MJD's looking so bad. Tavon Austin, DeAndre Hawk. Well, he's got Gronkowski. His, his whole team is Gronk, who hasn't played yet. But is he going to play? And if he does, like, he's just not something you want to rely on. I, I agree. And the thing is, Yoni's 0-3 with getting possibly his best three Philip Rivers performances of the season. Yeah, Although, like, actually, I'm looking at the last week, he only had 13. But 24-39 and 39 could easily be Rivers' 1-2 and two performances this season. Yeah, there's, there's no way that Demarius Thomas, Jamal Charles, and Philip Rivers end up in the top 10. Uh, I agree. And uh, Andy Dalton's just average at best. Um, he's got the Bears D, who last year was awesome, but defenses are pretty unpredictable. Yeah, I, I agree. Fuse, Fuse's team got a win. They're, they're ahead of Yoni. All of the good teams have two really good quarterbacks. Like It's a pretty simple strategy that you should draft the players who score way more points than anyone else. It, you know I agree with you. Choir Boy was on the podcast last year preaching the, or last week saying the same thing. It's not everyone agrees with that because like when Lionel came on, he was all about like good running backs, quarterbacks are taken too early. Like I'm gonna get my quarterbacks later, and I don't know. I mean, like there's there's only so many good quarterbacks. So twelve people go go into the league trying to get two good quarterbacks. Like it can't physically happen. But I don't know. Like people just don't seem to try hard enough. Yeah, I mean, he's starting Ryan Tannehill and, and Roethlisberger. Like, his team is going to fall off some. Yep, I, I agree. So so let's get to Eliminator now because we got to keep this podcast on the shorter side. Yeah. Uh, so you're a proponent that everyone who comes on podcast has to give their Eliminator pick. Are you going to stand, stand up and do it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not like there are a lot of, like, secrets. Like, pretty much everyone has picked the same three teams. Except for, well, no... Uh, Moose, Noah, Vigo last week all went against the, the green and all lost for it. Yeah, I mean, the, the Seahawks were literally 20-point... Fa- like, how, how could you the, not pick them? It was the biggest lock in, in Eliminator history. Or in, like, football history, I think. First there won't up. be a bigger spread in the NFL for the rest of the season, for sure. I, I, I agree. Um, who actually... But, so, of those three that lost, Noah went with San Fran, uh, Moose went with Minnesota, Vigo went with the Giants. Who do you think is the worst pick there? I think... The Vikings is, I mean, no, they're playing the they Browns. They were playing Cleveland, but but I agree because if I, Vikings aren't good. Like, San Fran was 11-point favorites over Indy. And I think everyone expected the Giants to beat Carolina in that game. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the Giants is tough because I would I would try to avoid them at all costs. They're so weird week to week. It's it's really hard to ever know what Eli's going to do. It's been like six years of this. Like, you just don't know what they're going to do. They could beat, you know, the best team one week and then lose to the Panthers by 38. Like, it just doesn't make sense. No, I, I agree. So, all right. So, so who's your pick week four? I'm going to pick against your Eagles. I'm going to go for the Broncos. It's, it's obviously the obvious pick. I'm not doing that just because I don't want to go against the Eagles. And you don't want to root against them. That's tough. I don't. I mean, I'm already going to be rooting for Welker and Julius Thomas. Uh, I'm thinking myself about going with New Orleans. Um, they're they're playing at home against Miami. Miami's been pretty good. Game could become a shootout, but I don't know, New so Orleans is six point favorites. I think the Saints are better. Yeah, they're six point favorites. The next is the Colts. I guess you've probably already taken the Colts, right? I, I did. I used them week one. That's a fair pick. I mean. I just I think the Dolphins are a little bit better than we think they are. They they are. I'm I'm not a hundred. I'm not super confident about that. I, I I actually I think both teams are better than we think they are. I think the Dolphins are legit wild card threat, which is probably better than a lot of people think. And I think the Saints are a legit Super Bowl team, which I think is better than most people would give them credit for. Also, the Saints defense has been good so far. Yeah, the Saints 
I mean, like Sean Payton's a really good coach, and I think like they're they're gonna win at least eleven games. Yes, and I don't know. I mean, it's at home Monday night. I, I can see Breeze going off. He hasn't had a humongous game yet. Um, I don't. It's gonna be them where I'm gonna go over to Denver. Like, I, I, there wasn't another game this week that I thought was a pretty obvious lock to me. The Bengals are actually the second highest or second most popular pick. Who are they playing? Is it Cleveland? They must be playing the Browns. Um, I'm not going to pick the Bengals, though. They're playing in Cleveland. That's the thing. Yeah. One of my rules is that I don't try to pick road teams in Eliminator. Like, I picked all home teams so far. I'm going to try to continue that if I can. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't want to pick teams coming off a short week or playing te- pick teams on a Thursday at all. Just avoid the Thursday game and avoid road teams. Yeah, I agree. So, so Eliminator is down to, I think, eight, eight trons right now. Who's your pick to win it? Or, oh, no, sorry, nine trons. Uh, I would say you myself. Bet on yourself. The better question is how how many weeks do we think we can make this last? I don't know. I set an over under jokingly on uh, one of those email chains. I think six and a half, and I didn't think it would make it that far. Um, the thing is, like, I guess Seattle was like could have lost the whole league in Seattle. That wasn't close. Like, we almost lost half the league with Indy week one. Yeah, like this, and week this gets two, harder and harder. And week two, we like almost like the Patriots, Texans, Ravens all almost lost. Also, we almost lost half the league again. So like, yeah, I, I think like we'll keep chipping down to like five or six, and then everybody will just get blown out with one pick. Yeah, exactly. Well, at some point there'll be a competitive advantage to like realizing what everyone else is going to do. I've already been thinking about that, like, and just go with the other team. Like, if everyone goes Denver this week, and and I'm on New Orleans, it's gonna be fucking great for me if Denver loses. Yeah, that that's my been my strategy in eliminator pools before, and that's actually worked. Yeah, it's it's a, it, another thing is like depending on the size of just how many teams. Like, this is such a small pool with 13 teams. Are you are you uh like planning out weeks in advance? Yeah, I, so before the season started, I mapped out the first 10 weeks and I've stuck through it for weeks 1 through 3. Uh, New Orleans is my like predetermined pick for week 4, but that was before I thought my like Miami's obviously been better than I thought they were going to be preseason. I guess I thought through next week and that's it. Through week 5, you mean? Yeah. You want to give your week 5 pick or you don't have to? Okay, I mean, the Packers aren't going to go one and three. Uh, who do they play? Home against the Lions, and they've had a bye week to rest everyone up. They're not going to go one and three. Although, I mean, it could be a shootout. Like, If they lose that game, the season's over, and I'll be really pissed because Matt Stafford and the Lions are terrible against us. Good point. Yeah, you guys are always good against the Lions. So, all right, that was Eliminator. Actually, as a special guest, I think Frogger is going to come on next week and discuss his awesome Eliminator strategy, assuming he's still in the league. Yeah, I really hope he makes it this week. <laughs> so that's something for everyone to look forward to. I hope he makes it too. Um, so let's finish up with Tron Ranks. You ready for right. this? Yeah, we have to do the worst first, right? Yeah, so that was also your suggestion. We're going worst three first, then best three. Okay. So we've been doing it the other way around. All right, Tron Ranks. You're on an airplane. Like a smallish airplane, like twelve to fourteen seats. Okay. Pilot has a heart attack. You have to pick one Tron to try to land this plane. Clear conditions. You're not that far from the airport. You get headset, remote control, like radio, so someone can talk you through it. But one Tron who's never flown a plane before has to try to land this plane with your life in his hands. Okay, so. I do the three worst people. Three the worst. No, three worst. It doesn't. Have, you don't have to put them in order. You can if you want to, but just bot, who are the bottom three trons? You you do not want trying to land this plane. So like you obviously want someone who's sort of calm and not neurotic. That's a big part of it. 
So I'm gonna say definitely Anton for worst. Okay. I think he he get pretty pretty stressed. <laughs> okay. Um, Anton, by the way, is the most commonly chose name in Tron ranks. For worst or for best? Both. Like just total mentions. Like he's been mentioned in like almost every person's list. He's like pretty even split between best and worst, actually. That's weird because like I, some of us younger guys don't really know him as well. I, I know, but I think he's just like a popular. I think like you never forget his name. Like sometimes, like you're trying to think of answers and like you can't remember everyone who's in the league. But like never forget to get Anton because he's the commissioner. I guess I also do Lionel. I got a, I got a taste of his, his sort of anger and his stress. That's true. And that was just him watching his wife play, not even playing himself. <laughs> I mean, that could be more stressful to some people. You don't know. Well, they uh, were winning like 13 to 0. Like, it wasn't even a close game. Okay, okay. So, um, Anton Lionel and your, and your third bottom. My third pick. Uh, this is tough. I this think is, This is actually a really tough one. There's not a lot to judge off here. I'm just trying to think, like, who would wilt under the pressure or who would, like, get too stressed? Uh, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I guess Lamb Chop, just because he's a fucker and it's easy to say. Oh, a triple Tron chat sweeps the bottom. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to lobby for it, but I wouldn't be surprised if you threw me in there. Like, I, I would probably freak out under the pressure pretty easily. I've seen you, like, like, oh, the tournament is, you know, 90 miles away and it's half an hour, you know, we're, you know some ridiculous thing and we drive 100 miles an hour and we get there. We're all I, sleeping. and I, d- I have done that, but that's driving. Yeah, I guess you're right. You, so, all right, so give me, give me your top three. You can throw me in the top. If, if My top three, I, I'd, put, I'd put you in there. All right, Narf. I'd put Moose in there. He's, like, a, like a reliable guy. Yeah, Moose gets really angry, though. I think, like... He probably has some sort of like boy scoutish instincts that would that would come into play. Okay, I, and like he's like probably good at talking on the phone and like being clear about what he's asking. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of criteria. It's it's not just like who's going to stay calm. It's like who can listen to directions. Who's got good motor skills? Like you could bring like who's played a lot of video games. Like you, I don't know. Like there's a lot of ways to think about it. Yeah, this is a pretty good one. I definitely wouldn't do myself. I think I'd. You're not allowed to do yourself. Communicate with them. Ah, fuck. I like I like Priest. I think he's like a also like a mature adult who would like be able to handle the situation. Priest gets a lot of love for um for Tronics. He's like he's in the top a lot. Um, so I'll give my tops and bottoms. Um, Go ahead. I'm gonna throw Frogger in the bottom because Frogger's eligible. Oh, I forgot he was eligible. My bad. That's okay. Um, I don't think he'd be good at this. Um. At all, uh, I'm going to throw Frogger in the bottom. I'm going to throw Vigo in the bottom. Uh, it's so I, easy to do. I, I don't like to do that. Um, I'm going to throw Frogger, Vigo, and I'm going to throw Choir Boy. I don't have a lot of reasons. I just don't think I trust him. I almost put him in my top. I, I know. I, it, it's just a feel. Like it doesn't seem like a like he's. I don't know. It's like he's good at like outdoors and stuff. This is like this is like flying a plane. Like it's it's like a machine. I don't know. Okay. Right, in the bottom. I actually hadn't really thought these through at all before. Usually I thought them through to some extent. Um, top. I'm actually gonna put Anton in my top. Really? Why? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's. I guess maybe I just. Everyone has to choose Anton for something. <laughs> these these are hard. Like. 
this is a really hard one to have a good reason for putting someone at top or bottom, I think. Like, I'm kind of just going on, like, random gut feels. Like, who pops into my head? Um, I'm going to put Yoni in the top also. And Anton, Yoni. Um, what about Fuse? You think, is Fuse a good contender for this or no? Uh, he'd be all right at this. I could, I could use something to put Fuse on the top. And I'll throw Fuse in there too. Anton, Yoni, Fuse in the top. This was like a throwaway week where we like <laughs> make people happy to like play diplomatic or whatever. No, that's not, that's not the point. I, I mean, I wanted to get, I still haven't gotten Vigo on the top. I'll, I'll have to think of something. Yeah, um, I was hoping to do that, but it wasn't a great choice for him. No, that's okay. This probably wasn't the best Tron ranks. I'll have to think of something better for next week. No worries. All right, Hudson, man, let's, let's cut it off. We went five minutes over your budget. Sorry about that. No, we're good. All right, have fun studying for law school, and I will see you in the playoffs this season because both our teams should make it. All right, good talking to you. All right, see you, man. Can you come a little closer?